Hey guys, today we're talking about that fear of getting too bulky because you're working out. Welcome to Lower the Bar. I'm Ryan. I'm a busy dad and I gained a bunch of weight after I got married and managed to lose it all, totaling 40 pounds. I'm Jordan, a seven foot tall husband and father of five who used to weigh well over 350 pounds. I've lost and regained weight multiple times until I found more sustainable habits. I'm now down over 75 pounds while balancing a career in leadership and a busy family life. And we're on a mission to make weight loss more approachable for busy dads. We hope this podcast helps you get unstuck with your health goals and makes weight loss more doable and sustainable. Good afternoon. How's it going, Jordan? Hey, Ryan. What's up, man? How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I I forgot to tell you. I'm finally on the ground turkey bandwagon. Oh, yes, dude. I haven't ever got on this bandwagon. And I love spaghetti. I I really like spaghetti. And I asked Maggie to get ground turkey at the grocery store. And she's like, it's going to be gross. It's going to be really gross. I'm going to try it anyways. And so I did. Dude, it tastes like 90% 90 like like ground beef. It's almost the same thing. Yeah. It's delicious. It's really good, man. And the no sugar added tomato sauce. Yeah. With the protein spaghetti. Dude, I love spaghetti and yeah. this tastes exactly like spaghetti. It doesn't feel like a compromise. Dude, and now that you're on the ground turkey train, one of my favorite meals, as bland as it's going to sound, is some white rice, some ground turkey, and just like barbecue sauce. Oh. And I just mix it up into a mash. And sometimes I'll put it in tortillas if I want to beef it up. Sometimes I'll just eat it, dude. I can't, I don't know why I like it so much, but someone would look at it and be like, that's boring. That must taste like trash. It doesn't, dude. Especially if you season up the ground turkey nice, yeah. it's good. And now I'm going to try that next, dude. I'm telling you, there's something like, there must be this thing. And I'd like your thoughts on this too. Once you eat a little cleaner, Don't you think it's also possible that you crave simpler foods? Like you crave those things that now just give you the energy you really want? Because I can't explain why this version of me craves ground turkey and white rice and sugar-free barbecue sauce, if not for that being true. Because in in 2015, you never craved this stuff, right? No. I was only (laughs) thinking about oatmeal cream pies and Taco Bell, bro. Isn't that weird how your your (laughs) desires reset? But when I tell you that I think about all morning, oh yeah, dude, I'm going to have ground turkey and white rice and sugar-free barbecue sauce. What an insane thought. I never would have thought I would have that thought. But I think it just makes me feel good and I can feel it. Even if subconsciously, it must be subconscious on some level or just a feedback response from your body and your hormones or something because it just eventually makes me feel better. But I'm not like thinking in that moment, like, wow, I feel so much better. It's just that the average of everything I'm eating makes me feel better. And so my cravings are different. Yeah. I I sent you that. I think I sent it to you while you were on vacation, but I've I've got this new like ice cream kind of concoction I'm making with Greek yogurt. Dang. So here's what I do. I take a bag of frozen strawberries. I just put some in a bowl, nuke it for a minute. So they soften up, but they're still cold. Right. Mm. And then I take one of those hamburger grinder things where you just grind it up. So then there's just this strawberry mush. And then I put vanilla Greek yogurt in it and PB fit and I mix it around and it's so cold from the strawberries it just tastes like this on the fly ice cream that takes me two minutes to put together and it it creates a bowl this massive bowl actually the other night I was like choking it down like I didn't even want to eat the whole thing but I was like I want to finish it right anyway there's a hack and I think it's 300 calories 30 grams of protein and you'll feel like you're eating a massive bowl of ice cream I need to try that too yeah I sent you a screenshot of it 
Yeah, that's right. I always <laughs> wait too long to try your hacks. And I'm like, once I do, I'm just like, I really wish I would have just tried this. <laughs> oh, that's funny, dude. Yeah. We don't talk a lot about lifting weights necessarily on this. Of course, it fills in the gaps of our conversations because we both love lifting weights and it's been a huge part of our journey. But today you found this funny me and you got to read it to the good people listening because this is just gave us both a laugh. And I think it's a really good thing to talk about. Hold up. Let me find it. Okay. Here it is. Not lifting weights because you're afraid you'll gain too much muscle is like dri not driving. A Dude, that's so good. I always tell Maggie, and I think this applies mostly to women because women are afraid if they're going to get too bulky. I think you're right. And so I always tell Maggie to, to push it as hard as you possibly can because you're not going to get big. You are not going to look like a bodybuilder. <laughs> yeah. And the reason is because you have to do crazy things to look like a bodybuilder. Here's the thing. Looking bulky or looking like a bodybuilder, I think is an elite level of weightlifting and could be compared to an elite level in any sport. Like LeBron James, just because mm -hmm. you can dribble a basketball and shoot a basketball does not mean you're going to become LeBron James. It's in order to be, to actually get bulky and look bulky, you have to like do things that are a little bit crazy and a little bit, It's it becomes a sport at that point. Yes. A lot of the people you see who are bulky, including women, they are taking steroids and they are also eating an insane amount of food. An insane point, amount. To the point of discomfort. So you're not doing those things, right? You're not taking steroids. You're not eating four, 5,000 calories a day. If you are not doing those things, you will not get bulky no matter how hard you lift. So you might as well go as ham as possible on the weights. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. It's like this concept of you and I both have background in, in graphic design. And there's this idea that it's like, when is the project done? And you'd be like, was it 90% there? And the amount of time it takes a 90% good thing to make it 91% good is exactly equal to the amount of time it took it to get from 50% to 90%. It's disproportionate. Your reward for time put into this goes down. Yeah. And so if you apply that principle, it's like a 90% great physique, which is what most of us are just like hoping for. The gap between the 90 and the 91 is massive. It's huge. Yeah. And it requires performance enhancing drugs many times. It requires yeah. living in the gym. It requires such heavy focus, dialed in workouts multiple times a day to achieve these things, to get from 91 to 92, 93. So most of us, if we're floating around 50 or 60, there's there's a good amount of effort you can put in to get to 90. And then you can either just chill there or you can decide that you want it to be your entire life and move forward. Just like someone can be a 90% great driver, but the gap between them and the 95% driver who drives NASCAR is massive. It is yeah. massive. You simply do not have any idea how hard it is to drive NASCAR. Yeah. It's, if you think about any elite level sport, like training for a triathlon, what do those guys and, and girls have to do? Yeah. You have to equate that same level of obsessiveness mm -hmm. to your nutrition. Bodybuilders, they have everything dialed into a T and they're eating the most boring meals in the most insane amount of quantities every single day. It's the same stuff every single day. And it's just, I don't know where it comes from. And again, I think it's mostly women. They're, they don't want to look bulky. They don't want to look like a man, quote unquote, whatever you want to say. Yeah. I, I challenge you to try to do it. I'll give you a hundred bucks if you do it. I don't think you will. That's why. I don't. Right. I really don't think you will. And I was going to offer this, it, maybe some words of comfort too, right? So 
if you're walking around your local gym, look at people's bodies, mm. right? Don't stare at them. Don't be weird. But just look at their bodies and start to understand that when you are panning across and looking at people and you say, oh, that guy looks pretty good. He's in shape, but he's still got a little gut on his, but he like, he looks good. And then you see the guy with bowling ball shoulders. Okay. These two are showing up at the same time. They're here. At the, they're here at the same time. One is putting in significantly more work. One is significantly more obsessed and one is significantly using almost definitely something to enhance his performance. It's almost non-negotiable. And just look at the guys who look like they're in reasonable shape and look at the guys who look like they're mountains. The guys who take up an extra six inches of space on each side of their body. The guys who would get lodged in a door frame. That's not natural. It's not. And so for you to be looking at those guys and seeing their shredded valleys in their backs with their little tank tops. Yeah, you might work out your whole life on a strict schedule, going through cycles of cutting and bulking, and maybe look somewhat like that. But if you're never going to take something that enhances your performance heavily, if you're never going to dedicate your life obsessively to this, you simply won't look like that. And I think it's actually good to make peace with that. That the 90% body, the thing that is attainable, looks really good and is very aesthetic. But the gap between that and the rest is a very wide gap. I'm on TRT and I lift heavy and I'm still not massive. No, the math, (laughs) the simple math that's involved is... I was doing a little bit more looking into this too, because as I've talked about on here, I started TRT as well. And so I've intentionally been going through a, a short bulking cycle. I'm actually going next Monday to do a DEXA scan. I'm going to close off this 12-week kind of bulk I've been on. But I, so I was doing some research into what realistically could a person expect to put on muscle? And a study I read was that like half a pound may be the most a person could put on per week, half a pound of muscle per week. And then so you do the math and you think a half a pound of muscle, they say a pound of muscle to generate takes 2,800 excess calories. Okay, so if you do the math, then it's If you can only do a half a pound, then you shouldn't eat 2,800 excess calories in seven days because now you're just moving into fat territory. Assuming that you're lifting like a reasonable person, right? Not just like living in the gym. You probably put on more. So you cut it in half and now it's 1,400 calories. So you only need to consume 1,400 calories is what a lot of people will suggest over a week to put on half a pound of muscle per week and not gain fat. So that's not that much food. 200 calories a day? on average, is not that much food. You can accidentally slip into the snack drawer and be over 200 calories. The point I'm making here is like, when you see these people at an excessive level too, they would have either had to do that for an extremely long time or use something to push them past the baseline performance to where their body could build and repair muscle faster than that. But if you go pull up YouTube and search for interview with a bodybuilder about food, They all talk about hating food. They hate eating. They have a reverse eating disorder because they have to choke down all this food every day to meet their demands, and they hate it. They'll talk about being sick to their stomach about food. So extreme. It's just extreme, man. Just like we, we would advocate not cutting so low. Just if you want to be a bodybuilder, man, more power to you. Also, you could have a pretty, pretty amazing physique from where you are now. If you just put in like the medium effort for the next couple of years. Yeah. I I think the overall point is that I think a lot of people 
are keeping themselves from looking great and looking amazing and achieving their goals because they're afraid of something, that just won't happen. Agreed. Yeah. So you won't, you're not going to look jacked, especially not after a couple of gym sessions. So make sure your last few reps, you're like, you're screaming. It should suck. It should suck. It should suck. I did squats today and the last few reps, I almost didn't get it up and that's how it should be. And I would put this out there and argue that if you're going to show up, why not do it hard? Why not just give it what you got, dude? You're here anyway. You're here. You made the choice to be in the squat rack. Yeah. So just for right now, just for this moment, just push it hard. Just till you feel like you're going to die just for a minute. You're not going to die, but push it hard. I was doing, I did, uh, I, I did back and biceps today. So I was, I deadlifted. I kept it simple today. I just deadlifted. I did pull-ups and I did some curls, but I took my time. I was lifting heavy. I was very intentional with it and just going to absolute failure with every single rep, just till you feel like you're just red in the face and your neck veins are popping. And so, that, so again, if you're there, if you've shown up, push it, man. And nobody cares how much weight you can lift. Get over that. At the end to burn out my biceps, I was using 15 pound dumbbells and just going slow. Yep. There are so many things you can do to alter how an exercise feels. You can lift less reps heavier. You can lift more reps a little lighter. You can do very lightweight and just go higher and higher reps. You can slow down your reps. So there's all kinds of dials you can twist. The point is make it feel intense and make it feel like it's doing something. Make it hurt, you know? So, well, all right, we can finish up on this topic here. So don't worry about becoming a, don't worry about being jacked. You won't be a NASCAR driver overnight and you won't look like the Hulk overnight. So that's, it's all good. All right. Thanks guys. See ya.